Hello and welcome to the What The Heck podcast. I'm your host, Glenn. Every week I explore something unexplained, talk about what it is and look at what else it could possibly be. Research is done as academically as possible and references will be given after the stories. This week, I'm looking at the mysterious death of Natalie Woods. Natalie Woods was born on July 20th, 1938. Her parents were Russian immigrants who had moved to San Francisco, California. From a young age, she was enrolled in ballet classes and landed her first film role at the age of four. She had an encounter with a fortune teller as a young girl who said that her second child would be a great beauty and that she should beware of dark water. In 1943, she had a bit part in Happy Land. Three years later, she had a role in Tomorrow is Forever, starring as an orphan and on screen alongside Orson Welles. In 1947, she had her first starring role in the original Miracle on 34th Street. This role made Natalie Wood a star. When she was 16, she began to film one of her most famous films. She starred alongside James Dean in the 1955 film about teenage rebellion and angst, Rebel Without a Cause. In the film, Natalie played James Dean's girlfriend and earned herself an Academy Award nomination for the role. In 1956, Natalie starred in a Western called The Searchers. She starred alongside John Wayne. Natalie later said that she felt that she had been miscast for the role as a white girl who had been abducted and raised by Native Americans. In 1957, Natalie married Robert Wagner, who was eight years older than her. This marriage came after Natalie had publicly dated other stars, such as Dennis Hopper, Nikki Hilton, and even Elvis Presley. The marriage was popular and was a favorite subject in magazines and newspapers. In 1961, Natalie starred alongside Warren Beatty in Splendor in the Grass. Natalie's role involved her playing a young woman driven to madness. That same year, she starred in West Side Story, the retelling of Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. It was a huge hit. Natalie did her own dancing for the film, but her singing voice was actually provided by Marnie Nixon, who was a Broadway performer. In 1962, Natalie starred in the film Gypsy, a biopic about the stripper Gypsy Rose Lee. The film mirrored her early life, with Rosalind Russell starring in the film as Gypsy's stage mother, driving Gypsy to perform. That same year, the marriage to Robert Wagner fell apart and the two divorced. Around this time, Natalie became involved with Warren Beatty, her co-star from Splendour in the Grass. In 
Natalie's life began to fall apart and she began to go to therapy. In 1966, she had reached a point of despair that was so deep that she felt she only had one choice. She attempted to end her life by overdosing. She survived and, as part of her recovery, she stepped away from the film industry. She remarried in 1969 to a man named Richard Gregson. He was a writer and producer and the couple had a daughter the next year. Natalie had also returned to film, starring in Bob and Carol and Ted and Alice. In 1972, Natalie divorced Richard. Instead, she had decided to remarry Robert Wagner In 1974, they also had a daughter. This time though, Natalie devoted more time to her family than her career. In 1976, Natalie starred in a televised version of Cat on a Hot Tin Roof and starred in a miniseries From Here to Eternity in 1979. And soon after that, starred in Meteor alongside Sean Connery. In 1980, she starred in The Last Married Couple in America, which flopped. In 1981, she worked on the final film she would star in, Brainstorm. It was a science fiction thriller, and she worked alongside Christopher Walken. Natalie Wood's body was discovered floating off the coast of Catalina Island, California, on Thanksgiving weekend, 1981. She was 43 years old. She had spent the previous night on a yacht named Splendor with her husband Wagner, co-star Walken and the boat's captain Dennis Davin. The events of the night of November 28th are unclear but something must have happened to Natalie because she was found a mile away from the boat and a dinghy had been beached near her body. The initial investigation found that Natalie had gone to bed first and Wagner and Walken had stayed up to talk. When Wagner went to join Natalie in bed, he found that she was gone. He looked across the yacht for her and found that the dinghy was also missing. After the supposed events of that night, Natalie's body was found at 8am. She was wearing a flannel nightgown a down jacket and socks. The Los Angeles County Coroner's Office announced on November 30th that the death was an accidental drowning. Natalie's family and friends gathered at the Westwood Village Memorial Park Cemetery to say goodbye to Natalie. Frank Sinatra and Elizabeth Taylor were said to have attended. People fondly remembered her after her death. Before the remembrance, an autopsy was conducted. Investigators found that Natalie had bruises on her arms and an abrasion on her cheek. The coroner said that the bruises were superficial and that Natalie had probably sustained them at the time of her drowning. In 1997, Walken gave a statement in an interview. He said that anyone there saw the logistics of the event 
and knew about the boat, the specific night in question, the location and the weather. He said that they knew what happened. He believed it was a dreadful accident, saying, you hear about things happening to people. They slip in the bathtub, fall down the stairs, step off the curb in London because they think that the cars come the other way and they die. The case was laid to rest then, until 2011, when Davin, the boat's captain, said that he had neglected to mention key details during the initial investigation. He felt like he couldn't tell the truth at the time, for whatever reason. However, he went on to tell a different version of events. His new statement began by explaining that there was tension on the yacht. There was a flirtatious relationship between Natalie and Christopher Walken, and that Robert Wagner was jealous of that. Davin said that Natalie and Walken had spent hours at a bar on Catalina Island before Wagner had shown up. He was furious. Natalie, Walken, Wagner and Davin then went to Doak's Harbour Reef Restaurant for some dinner. Here, they had champagne, two bottles of wine and cocktails. Either Walken or Wagner threw a glass at the wall at some point, but nobody can remember who exactly it was. At around 10pm, the four of them got back in the dinghy and returned to the Splendour. Walken himself admitted to investigators that he and Wagner had been having an argument, but said that it was to do with the filming schedule and how long Natalie was away from her daughters. Most reports say that the fight died down, but Davin says differently. He said that when they returned to the yacht, they continued to drink. Wagner was also angry. According to Davin's version of events, Wagner broke a wine bottle on a table and shouted at Walken, asking if Walken was trying to have sex with Natalie. Walken retreated to his cabin and Davin didn't see him again that night. Wagner and Natalie returned to their room where they continued to fight. Davin said that he heard the fight continue on deck before everything went silent. The silence was an ominous sign of what was about to happen. Davin went up on deck to check on Wagner and Natalie, but found Wagner alone. He told Davin that Natalie was missing and that Davin should go and look for her. Then he said that the dinghy was missing too. This was strange to Davin. Natalie was very unlikely to take the dinghy alone since she was terrified of dark water. Instead, Davin suggested they turn the boat's floodlights on and Wagner refused to do so. He refused to call for help as well, saying he didn't want to draw attention to the situation. Around 11pm, Marilyn Wayne, who had been in a boat 80 feet away from the Splendour, said that she heard a woman screaming. She said that the screams were asking for help because the woman was drowning. They lasted for half an hour and Marilyn called the harbour master, but that call went unanswered. With a party happening on a boat nearby, Marilyn thought it may have been a practical joke 
It was discovered that Wagner had called for help later, at 1.30am. This aspect of the story confused Natalie's sister, Lana. Lana had been investigating on her own for years and was adamant that Natalie would never have left the boat on her own, let alone dressed in a nightgown and a bathrobe. But that's exactly how she was found. After Davin's additions to the story, the case was reopened in November 2011. Wagner has since refused to speak to the authorities. As of the date of recording this episode, he is 92 years old. Christopher Walker has fully cooperated with the investigators though. It has been reported that Natalie's death certificate was changed from accidental drowning to drowning and undetermined factors. In 2018, it was confirmed that the case was now classed as a suspicious death. Robert Wagner was officially named as a person of interest. This was the culmination of six years of investigation. After Davin's report, Wagner became a person of interest because he would have been the last person to have seen Natalie alive. It was also stated that although Wagner's story was similar to the other witnesses, his version of events doesn't seem to add up. Whatever happened to Natalie Wood on that night in 1981, she didn't manage to make it to shore safely. If there was foul play involved, we're yet to know who it was. The death of Natalie Wood was a mysterious thing, but we aren't without theories. For just over 40 years, people have been trying to figure out what happened. John Carina, one of the investigators in the case, believes that Wagner had something to do with the death. He says that the idea that Natalie would leave the yacht on the dinghy to go to town doesn't make any sense. There was a rainstorm and the waters were rough. Natalie was scared of the water on a normal day, so it would make sense that she wouldn't go on the dinghy alone. Other investigators have also said that Wagner must have had something to do with it. The wounds that she had sustained suggested that she had been assaulted, but nobody has been able to prove that her death was a homicide, nor have they been able to prove that it was an accident. Suzanne Finstad, the author of the book Natasha, the definitive biography of Natalie, told Vanity Fair in 2020 that Natalie's death was not an accident. She said that she had been allowed to look at the murder book, something that Los Angeles detectives allegedly keep. Here, she said that she saw buried clues of what really happened. She said that these clues revealed that Natalie had not just fallen from the boat, nor had she gotten in the dinghy. She says that Wagner pushed her and she fell into the water. Christopher Walken believes it was an accident. In his 1997 interview, he said that only Natalie would know what happened, since she had been alone. 
He said that he had been in bed, so wouldn't have known what had happened. He guessed that Natalie had gone to move the dinghy, which had been bouncing off the side of the boat. Whilst doing that, he believes that Natalie may have slipped off the ski ramp that was partially in the water. Natalie couldn't swim and she had been drinking. So it was possible that the fall into the water disoriented her and she couldn't get back into the boat. In 2022, the LA Sheriff's Department actually cleared Wagner of his status as a person of interest. They believed that all leads had been exhausted, leaving an unsolved mystery in its wake. The department are open to reviewing the case if anything new surfaces. The theories seem to point in the direction of Wagner, but the evidence doesn't. Is it possible that Wagner did in fact cause the death of Natalie Wood? Or was he just a convenient suspect? I can't give you the answer to that one. The story from this episode came from the biography page on Natalie Wood and an ATI article called Natalie Wood's Death and the Chilling Mystery Behind It. Theories from this episode came from an LA Times article called Detectives' comments ignite new interest in Natalie Wood's mysterious drowning. A Vanity Fair article called Natalie Wood's Drowning Was Not an Accident. A new book's shocking findings. An independent article called Natalie Wood. What has Christopher Walken said about Hollywood star's death? And a page six article called Robert Wagner cleared as Natalie Wood case goes cold. References for the episode and links to studies will be posted on social media for you to have a look at. Speaking of social media, links to those and other ways to listen are in the episode description under my link tree. You can currently find me on Facebook and Instagram. Patreon is getting an upload of one of the transcripts each week as part of the £3 tier. The link to the Patreon is also on the link tree and, as before, you're welcome to pledge more than £3 a month and I'll find something extra special for the people that do. I do have an email set up on the link tree, but it doesn't open up a new email, so that's in the description of the episode too. Send me your spooky stories, unexplained events, and anything else you want me to read out. Or, if you have any corrections or issues with things that I've said, let me know and I'll address them as soon as I see the email. The next creature feature will be out on Saturday, And next week's episode comes out on August 10th, so hold on until then.